Hey guys, this is Ron. Do you like movies? Hey guys, this is Ragnar. Do you like alcohol? Hey guys, this is Stu. Do you like punishments? Hey guys, this is Chase. You want to hear me get alcohol poisoning? Hey guys, this is Lenny. Ever wonder what a spicy boner is? If so, come on down to Barrel H Flicks and give us a listen. This show is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. Head over to the Den Dot Show for other great podcasts. Bring back the 90-minute movie. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Deluxe Edition, the show where we love to talk about all kinds of things, pop culture being maybe the most most prominent one. I'm here, uh, as always, with my friend Trigger. Trigger! How are you doing, Trigger? Trigger! <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, as always, with Mr. Casey Sheeran. My name is Bill Siebold. So, Trigger, we just got off the phone right before this, and I didn't tell you I was going to bring it up, but you were telling me about your finger, and I'm still thinking about it. Because why don't you go ahead and tell me, if you don't mind sharing your old age illnesses with the audience. Absolutely. Sure. Bill, good to see you, dude. I haven't seen you in t- two episodes. I feel like it feels like longer. We- okay. You want to go do that preamble that we did? We just did on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know. All right. Let's start it. Let's restart the show. Everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Deluxe Edition. Da, 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 da. Yes, Casey, it has been a, a, a summer break. We take this summer break every year, and it just seems to be like we never planned for it. It just sort of happens, and it's like, hey, dude, are you busy? Yeah, I'm on vacation. Shit, I'm on vacation the week after. And then you're like, well, then I'm going to be on the vacation the week after that. It's like, damn it, we're not going to be able to record together for weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but thanks to our friends, our good friends. Great show with Paul, man. Awesome show. That was, oh, the that hair was metal really show? good. I like that, yeah. Thanks to Ray from uh, Tencent beer night podcast uh he helped me out with the cartoons episode i i think i mentioned this to ray on our show um we are the longest running podcast i feel like with the least amount of episodes (laughs) (laughs) could be that could be what do they see don't they say most podcasts don't even get past 11 episodes yeah yeah Yeah, we're like 62 yeah (laughs) all right yeah so good to see you man so yes i was at the uh, orthopedic urgent care today, my hand for the last week has been just uh, steadily getting uh, worse. I don't know what the problem was. It hurt like hell. But apparently I have something that's called trigger finger, which I didn't even know. I always thought that it would be your trigger, your actual trigger finger, you know, but it's yeah. it's my middle finger. Sorry, you know, sorry, but he's flipping everybody off. <laughs> all it's the priests this. who listen to this show just logged out they just they just dumped <laughs> us man you're killing our audience but uh yeah like so if you're watching you might be able to see it my finger my middle finger it clicks when i get there and i don't know it i got a shot a steroid shot in it and uh it does feel significantly better like i literally just had the shot about an hour ago so he said it'll be better with you know the next few days it'll progressively get better so yeah the part that freaked (laughs) me out was the needle you got and the button he pressed on your hand that basically unlocked your finger yeah the needle he put the needle in here if you're watching on youtube he put the needle in here and it went up this way sort of into my finger and then also like before all that before the shot he was he's a hand doctor so he was pressing on these tendons and whatever nerves in my hand and he found the one that controls this finger and i was moving it freely without any pain or locking or clicking of the finger and it was like i was like can you see that he's like yeah that's the tendon there i was like holy shit dude like, yeah yeah it's weird the body is a pretty interesting fucking thing, but I always hear like you know some of these some of these ads on TV that that like offer these amazing things that you can take and it'll change your body chemistry and do all these things. Like I just I never know what's true or what's not, but like shit like that's amazing. But I, I've always heard there's there's parts on your foot that if you pinch them wrong, like your your shoulders will go numb, like all sorts of weird things because of the circulatory, the nervous system, whatever is all linked up. Yeah, but I've never actually seen that happen. Like so, right. you know steps on a rake and all of a sudden they can't open their mouth right. but i it, you know, it, it might be believable i mean it might be real it might really happen 
Well, I said to him because I've I've been having shoulder issues for I've actually had surgery on both of my shoulders, but this right shoulder has really been bothering me the last couple months. And I said to him, you know, I said this might sound odd. I said, but is there any way that it's linked? You know, it could be linked from my shoulder to he. And he was like, no, that's no, <laughs> it's not. It doesn't have anything to do with your shoulder. He's like, you have you have trigger finger. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, Juice me up, Doc. How many, yeah, how many times are you going to have to go to get that shot? I don't know. I have no idea. Hopefully uh, hopefully not too often. Yeah. What did your hand look like before, before you got the shot? It was, I mean, it, I could not, I could not make a fist. Like I could, I was like that. Like it, it hurt very bad. Oh man. And like, dude, for me to go to urgent care, like this is a, uh, this is over a week of, you know, pain. I bought a wrist, like a, a, a wrist splint, like thinking, you know, something might've been with that. I was sleeping with that at night. You know, today it just like, I had ice on it all day yesterday and then went, finally went today just for me to go to a doctor or anything, you know, I mean, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do know that about you. I'm dying. Go to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> My chest really hurts. <laughs> like I have this, I have this pulling. Do you think you ought to go? No, I'm pretty sure it's just my muscles. Yeah, I've said that like in the yeah. past. So have I. Honestly, so have I. And then I've had those pains sometimes that just feel so strange. It's like, oh, that's definitely cancer. Like all the. <laughs> I don't know. I run the gamut. You know what I was supposed to bring up though? The, the first thing on my agenda. Now that we're just kind of running rogue. This is, but by the way, everybody, this is one of them shows. This is a multi-topic show. No theme. If there's right. a theme we haven't discovered yet, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep on going and maybe it'll be there. You wanted to talk about – and I know why your hand's fucked up because you're doing a lot of the social media stuff. Tons of it, man. Like you probably never tinkered that much with a computer and, and on the right. phone as you do now. But you got us into – speaking of social media and, and internet, tell us about the podcast awards. Yes. Yes. The podcast awards. So we are up for a People's Choice Award if you go to the podcast or it's just podcastawards.com and bill will link you in the uh video here or and uh, the link will be in the description as well but yeah people's choice awards uh this this award show has been going on since i think 2005 we are now yeah we're in the people's choice award category and also in the tv and film category because we do uh celebrity interviews and and such about films tv and films so yeah definitely please please go to podcastawards.com and vote for us very cool and yeah. for every vote you guys place casey will give you a dollar yeah or i'll give you a sticker <laughs> prove to me that you uh, voted for us and i'll uh, send you a sticker that's probably illegal that's probably a bribe i'm pretty sure that's not a thing we're allowed to do but let's do it <laughs> <laughs> very cool casey very cool the next thing I want to talk about, Casey, I'm calling this, what did you do this summer? Yeah, I'm here with my little doggy, my little puppy. Oh, yeah. Molly. Molly, the puppy. She but can't hear me do? because you have uh, earbuds in. So I'm That's not right. going to, so I'm not going to talk in my Molly voice. Molly. <laughs> yeah. My sweet little, my sweet little one. You know, it's like, since I've been on vacations, we're moving into our vacation segment. Um, we do that thing. Like my wife holds up the phone and I start. I start going, hi, Molly. Whoa, see daddy, dude. I'm like, this is a dog. Why? And, and my pup has no idea. But Molly will like watch TV. She'll watch crazy stuff on TV. If, if a dog or a cat or a horse, she hates horses. Really? Jumps up, like, yeah, if the horse runs by the screen, Molly will run to that screen, jump up there and start. Rawr! And it's like she sees the TV as a mirror. But for some reason, she can't. Yeah, I'm talking about you. She can't <laughs> see the phone. She like can't see me through the phone. But I was so embarrassed doing it. It's just like, what the fuck has happened to me? I became a dog person, like to the, the thousandth degree. That yeah, I, I didn't even want to go on vacation because I didn't want to be away from this little dog. I swear, she snorts like a pig. If you hear her, I don't know. She's, she's a schnauzer, but she's a she's pig. a sweet. She's such a sweet dog. Yeah, no, I did miss her, so she's real clingy. Because I really haven't been back long, so she's real clingy. She's been hanging out all day with me, right? So what did you do? What what are some of the highlights of of your vacation so far? My va I haven't even had a vacation yet, man. You know, uh 
Did I? Did we talk about my dad at all? The well, month of I May. Was, yeah, I was going to see what you wanted to bring up. Yeah. So the month of May for me was was gone. My dad had open heart surgery and was he spent the month of May here with us in Florida. So uh, I didn't do much the month of May except uh, hang out with him. We went to the uh, Tallahassee Automobile Museum. That was pretty cool. Other than that, man, nothing. I just been watching shows, which I'm gonna. I want to talk about a little, little bit later in the show. But um, you know, all this time, and I even said at the beginning of the show, I thought you were on vacation. And you know why I thought you were on vacation? Because you weren't flying. <laughs> yeah. So I assumed you were on your summer vacation. That's why I was called it a summer vacation for you. <laughs> My bad. You were. You. It wasn't even a vacation. No, not even close. But. Oh man. Well, then you also were in L.A. Yes. Uh-huh. That was yes. uh, I guess that was work. I guess that wasn't a vacation. It, okay. it was a it was a work trip, but I I managed to sneak in a little uh pleasure time. Yeah. Right. And you were there yeah. what? You were there a week before me. I'm like, "Bill, I'm going to be in LA next week. Can you just stay one extra day, two extra days?" Nope, got to go home. I did. I did. All right. I want to talk about my vacation cuz you don't even know all of it. Okay. All right. But it's really funny because we almost bumped into each other. All right. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I was, so I've been really for the last, for, for all of June, I've been jumping all over the place. I, I was out, uh, I was in Key West for a while, having, you know, a few days. I was, uh, I was in LA. I had to do a talk for, for NAM, uh, the big con- uh, convention out in the, uh, Anaheim Convention Center. So out in LA, and this is something I do every month, uh, every year rather. I try to get out to LA every year, and I try to do this talk, or I at least try to go to the Nam show. It's just the greatest show. It's so cool. It's musicians everywhere, and just it's just the greatest time. So I was out there, and you know we've become friends with Mark Singer, the Beastmaster, Mark Singer. He's out there, and I was like, "Hey, Mark, you know, I'm gonna be in LA." Just like this is so sad. I know he's gonna be so bothered. Would you like your picture taken? Because you know, you know, photographer. Just got a cover of HFM magazine, Casey. Huh? Look at me go. Uh huh. So, so I said, maybe you'd like your picture taken. He said, yeah, sure. And then I got nervous. He said, yes. <laughs> Shit. Like, listen, I love Mark. We've talked about it before. Like, Beastmaster and everything that he's done was just always on TV for me. So I was like, okay, that's cool. So uh, he, he gave me his address. And I don't want to, clearly, I'm not going to say where it is, but it's in. An iconic part of Hollywood. So I go over and he greets me outside and his house is gorgeous. It's one of the coolest homes I've ever seen. I met his daughter, Phoebe. She's one of those beautiful people I've ever met. And the three of us are just kind of hanging out. We're chilling and we're talking for hours. And the more that we're talking, they, you know, the more comfortable they make me feel so comfortable. And it, we're just kind of like, I see guitars all over the, the house. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I, you know me, I got to have a guitar in my hand if there's a guitar in the room. And he sensed it right away. Go grab some. We were talking about the guitars and he starts playing. He starts playing a goddamn song for me, Casey, that I swear was so good that I, at the end of the song, I said, I know you're lying to me. You didn't write that. There's just no way. Cause it was so, such a good song. He's like, oh yeah, I wrote that here. I wrote this too. He's an amazing musician. And then like I was gushing over his guitar playing. He goes, can I show you one more thing? And he walks over to the grand piano and he starts playing this beautiful thing. He's like, this is going to be an instrument. This is going to be a song for the holidays. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And then he was showing me some of the writing that he does. He's a master at writing. He's so poetic. And everything, it's just, the guy is absolutely the most talented dude in the world. I was so impressed. And he, we, went, we went and we had some food. We bonded some more. He gave me a nice tour of Hollywood. He showed me Burbank. He showed me all sorts of things that I didn't know about the studios and what was there before it was studios. I'm telling you, man, I had the greatest time. And when you were like, hey, I'm going to be in L.A., I just so bad wanted to make it happen. I really tried to make it happen, but I couldn't. So you ended up catching Mark on like the, so go ahead and tell your story. I had the exact same experience just three days later. I'm like, damn, if we could have been there together, dude, like, I mean, it was, would have been less work for Mark because he wouldn't have had to entertain both of our, you know, both of us at separate times. But uh, yeah, just what an amazing guy. So I didn't even tell you this. I I I was saving this for the the podcast. I was on the phone with him earlier in the day, and he's, huh? What's, what's this? Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, uh, call me back then. I'll, I'll talk to you later. 
Uh, yeah, I'll see you at six. So I get to his house. He's holding a glass. He meets me outside. Beautiful. Like, just like you said. And uh, one thing I want to say, about, I've ne- he was like, what are you taking a picture of? I don't know if you remember, but on the wall outside of his house, there's like aloe. It's just all, all like a wall of aloe. I've never seen that before. Like maybe it's a normal thing in California. But I was like, I, I have to take a picture of this. I've only ever seen like potted aloe plants, you know? So he's holding a glass. Like I, I thought he was drinking a glass of water or something. He has, he's like, yeah, this is what I found earlier when I was on the phone with you. It was a baby hummingbird that he was that he found. It must have fell out of the tree, or you know, taken a flight. Like tried to take its first flight, didn't make it, or whatever. He's nursing this baby hummingbird back to life. Like f- honestly, feeding it with uh, an eyedropper of sugar water. Wow. And he is the beastmaster. What you wouldn't yeah, expect anything else, right? So I'm like, dude, you're still a beastmaster. <laughs> oh yeah, man, it's just incredible, dude! Incredible. Oh, it it was so great. It was it, it 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 happened, and it was like, could this happen? And when it did happen, I was just like, man, what a what right. an unforgettable moment. Just just such wonderful people. Phoebe yeah. too. Did you get to meet the daughter? I did. Yeah, daughter? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, she just she. They say to me, they go, "Oh, she's she's an artist," and I'm like, you know, this is the worst thing when somebody says, "Hey, I'm an artist. Can I show you my stuff?" Because I'm an artist <laughs> and I'm very picky and I'm very opinionated. So it's the worst when like a bad artist comes up and you're like, "Oh, it's good," and you're lying. No, she was great. She's so good and so talented. And I'm just like, there's so much talent in that family. Just amazing. Yeah. Just amazing. Yeah. yeah, man. It's yeah, it's just so so sweet and so kind. Just. Yeah, I even said to Mark, like, I hadn't heard that kind of excitement coming out of your voice in a long time. Like, when you called me, you're like, I just saw Mark Singer's <laughs> I know. I, I sounded silly. I'm driving all around L.A. telling you. I'm like, I don't know where I am. Yeah, he inspired me a lot. Like, we still talk about photography and art and stuff. And, you know, he can talk on a level that a lot of people can about art. So I'm just in awe. Yeah, yeah that, I, I thought that was great. It's like yeah, he, we talked in one of our shows about how we're making friends with some of the people we interview. But. I mean, I never thought I was going to be hanging out with Mark. So that was definitely special for me. Yeah, Mark's one of those guys where he, like, especially for me, he, he'll say things where I'm like, oh, shit, I have to remember that, what he said, so I could look it up later because I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I, I just, we could talk about Mark forever, to be honest with you. We love the guy. All right, but yeah, we're going to move and, on to uh, you got more? Tim, Go we can say uh, he'll he's gonna he's gonna be back on the show again soon too. So, oh for sure, yeah, yeah. He likes it. he loves our show. He loves talking with us. Yeah. Anything else? Not yet. Okay. All right. Check. Yeah. Okay. So check out. Uh, just put in your uh, favorites and and just click on and save the real dot com. Just uh, yeah. hang on to that. Keep that in your, uh, can you, can you, you can, yeah, save that in your history. I see a star up in my history thing. You can click on sure. that. And, it's called bookmarking. Yeah. Book, bookmark it. Bookmarking. It's, it's bookmarking. Bookmarking. Yes. There you go. The real Mark right. com. Coming soon to an interwebs near you. All right. Moving on to the next segment, Casey. I call yes. this, I need theme music for like every one of these segments. Dun, 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 dun. What are you watching? Dun, dun. This is the what are you watching segment, Casey. Cool. Casey, what are you watching? I got two really good shows that I've been watching. One I binged watched, and one has is a brand new show and only comes out on Fridays at 10. Which one would you like to hear about first? All right. Well, I know what yours are because you, you leaked it to me earlier, and only one of them I've heard of. So let's start with okay. Old Man. What is The Old okay. Man? So The Old Man, yeah, it's a show on uh, FX. It comes out every Friday at 10 o'clock. It's uh, with Jeff Bridges, who played uh, the Big Lebowski, the dude, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's with, do you remember the show Arrested Development? Mm-hmm. You remember the girl, Maybe? She was the cousin. Mm. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know her real name, uh, but she's in it. 
and John Lithgow is in it. John Lithgow is an amazing actor. I love John Lithgow. You ever see yeah. him in Dexter? That, that yes. season with him in Dexter was awesome. Yes. Yes. So he he's an F, uh, John Lithgow is an FBI agent. And he's on the, they bring, he's an, uh, I don't know if he's retired, semi-retired or what. They bring him in. They're trying to find Dan Chase, who is played by Jeff Bridges. Uh, as the story goes on, you find out that uh, Jeff was an ex-CIA agent and has just been on the run for a long, long time, has multiple identities. Just a, an amazing show. The only th- <laughs> the only thing that I'll say about it is I, I, Barbara and I have said the same thing. My girlfriend, he does this weird thing with his mouth now. Jeff Bridges, the way that he talks, and uh, he has his tongue uh, all the time. Uh, I'm not saying uh, like he, <laughs> yeah, like he's he, got a big <laughs> lot of dip in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, the 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 acting in it is great. There's a there's a little bit that is a little far fetched. Like he he's the old man. He's a former CIA agent. You know he's however old Jeff Bridges is, and like they have him getting in like tussles and fights with people, which you know obviously as a CIA agent, whatever whatever he was, he was trained to do that to kill like that. But the way how quickly he's recovering from these beatings that he's taking in the show as a as an old man, you know that's little far-fetched but like i have to tell uh barbara it's just television yeah just go with it yeah yeah remember we had a how many episodes ago was that where we were talking about all the tropes on tv you know or or or, 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 well i don't know it was was the things on tv that make us absolutely insane like yeah 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 you know somebody said like the gun that never runs out of bullets there's one the old man that could seem to seemingly get up without any trouble from a beating I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check yeah, that one out. It's really good. It's it's really good. I, I he's a great actor and John Lithgow, anything that he's in is really good. So yeah, highly recommended. It's a great show. What's what channel's it on? What's it streaming on? FX. We watch it on Hulu, so I don't I think it's on FX uh yeah, it's on FX every Friday at ten. And the other uh, the other one you said I never heard of. What's the other show? Oh, the other show? So it's yeah. called The Bear. The bear. No, I don't know that one. And it's um, I wish I should probably should have looked these actors' names up. The guy is uh, he played Kip or Lip in Shameless. He was the. Did you ever see that show? No, people tell me that's a funny show. That's a, a good show. I watched comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah what is that show? Yeah, Shameless was a good show too. I watched the first two episodes of that that or the first two seasons of that years ago. That was with uh, William H Macy. He was uh. He was just like a, a bum, always trying to like get free money from the government. Like he would get a job and work there, and then like accidentally shoot himself with a nail gun so he could get oh, like disability wow. money. You know? guys, yeah. <laughs> I know a few of them guys. <laughs> but uh, so this, yeah, the show. Since we're not live, and I can just uh, we can edit this later. Let me just look it up. I'll just run down through the cast here because it's a really good show and it's people that you don't, you know, I'm I'm not familiar with. Eben Moss Bacharach, Lionel Boyce, Abby Elliott, Ayo Edabiri, and Liza Cologne Zayas. So the show uh also the not listed, John Bernthal is in it also, but he's only in it for two seconds. You find out that he was the brother that bear takes over for his nickname's bear so he he was a a world-renowned chef he actually won some kind of award for being the best chef in the world and worked at the best restaurant in the world and his brother kills himself and leaves his sandwich shop called the original beef in chicago to his brother the the famous chef so he comes back and he tries and he wants like his goal is to, you know, turn the restaurant around there. I think $330,000 in debt. When he takes over, he owes his uncle all the, the, the $330,000 came from his uncle, which you find out like has mob ties. And it's, it's a really, really good show. It's really fast paced. 
There's a lot of talking over each other in the show. There's a lot of things going on in the show, but it's basically to show you how a restaurant is, you know, like how a, a sandwich shop like that runs. Like it's very unorganized at times. And like his, his goal of the show is to change that. Like he wants, he wants to run at like the kitchen that he worked in and the famous restaurant. Like everybody has a, a job. Everybody has, this is your station. That's your station. You do this, you do that. So yeah. is this fiction or is this a reality show? I'm not sure. Like real I life. It does sound like real life. Like I, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. If it's based on a real story or not, I'm not yeah. sure. It could. It definitely very well could be. It's. It's. Well, it's I don't like think it's that. a reality show because you said Abby no, no. Elliot. Yeah, it's you not. A, is? It's not a reality show, but yeah. it could be based on reality. I don't know. That sounds too but, real life for me. I put me to sleep. <laughs> But you know, so you said Abby Elliott is one of the names under. You know who that is? No. So she used to be on Saturday Night Live. Her father is Chris Elliott. Do you know no. who that is? Yes. Yeah, Chris Elliott. Remember that guy? He was even on Saturday Night for Saturday Night Live for a hot minute. He was fucking fun. I like. That okay. Guy. Yeah, she plays. Uh, she plays the sister on the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he said uh, Abby Elliott. I was like, what happened to Abby Elliott? Yeah. Yeah, so he was great uncle. on Saturday Night Live. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, all good. So their uncle. I won't do it again. <laughs> their I uncle promise. On, <laughs> I fucking hate you. Their uncle. You're the one that edits this shit, so I don't care. Keep doing it, moron. Oh no, you're right. You're right. Continue. Continue. <laughs> so the uh, another the the guy that loaned them all the money, the three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. It's Oliver Oliver Platt. Oh yeah, you know who he is. Yeah. yeah, he's a great actor too. So, and uh, there, it's there's a lot of serious tones in it, but it's also very funny at times. You know, yeah, it's crazy. The reason I thought of that as a segment is because uh, my employees. I mean, they talk all the time about these shows, and I'm like, where are you finding these shows? How are you hearing about them? And why am I never get the notice? Nobody's giving me the memo about these shows, and he, they sound good. Now the bear sounds awful, but a lot of times they. they <laughs> Hey, did I tell you about my trigger finger? Yeah, yeah, you're flipping me off. <laughs> you can go ahead and pretend you, you you have trigger finger. It's just your excuse to finally flip me off without me getting mad. Because you know when I'm mad, you know oh, yeah. you're you're terrified. terrified. <laughs> As I look up at you <laughs> with my fists out, <laughs> and I raise my voice slightly, <laughs> oh, and you just flick me, and I just fly off the fucking. <laughs> All right, so I've been watching a bunch of shows. The shows I'm watching are are pretty popular. So that Obi-Wan show, I know you're not a big Star Wars guy, but that thing actually had some amazing moments. The, the weird thing about these shows, you know, Star Wars, you're used to seeing those movies and they're such big scale. Now they have to make these shows, I guess, on smaller sound stages with smaller budgets. And I don't know, some of the special effects really suck. But Obi-Wan, that, was, that wasn't bad. Uh, I watched Miss Marvel. Like there's always a Star Wars show and a, Disney, and a, and a Marvel show going at the same time. So they got this Miss Marvel show. It's kind of geared towards kids. It's terrible. I don't like it, but um, got to watch it. Stranger things. I just finished that yesterday. You never, I don't remember you ever talking about stranger things. Is that a show you watch? Yeah, we watched the first uh, three. We, we haven't watched the new season yet, but yeah, the, we watched that. Yeah. Good season. It's okay. Yeah. I, I, right. I got into it and then it's like, yeah, you're making another one. Okay. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah. You know what happens with these shows in my, in my opinion is I think, for the first season of most shows, they have a long time to work on this stuff. Like they've been, they've like, this might be their, like their thing they've been working on, you know, like, yeah. And it gets picked up and then they might not have a season two written and then it gets picked up for season two. And then they're like, Oh fuck, what are we going to do now? Mm -hmm. And then they, they're like, then that, you know, then it ends up turning to fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. So the guys that made this, the Duffer brothers, I don't know who they are, call them the Mario brothers. So they, they have said that this was always supposed to be a, a one season show. And then it was such a hit that now they have to keep on retconning things that they did in the first season to try to make them make sense. And it's, it's kind of cool because in this season, especially they, they go back to other seasons and they, they don't miss details. Even with the Star Wars show and the Marvel shows, there must be a person in each one of these productions. We just walks around with a telephone book sized book um, full of details. 
so that they got to get everything right. It's crazy. Just yeah. insane. All the yeah. details that they get right in these shows now. Ray had brought that up on the, the cartoons episode that we did about, I, I gave Ray a, the, his segment. He always does the news, you know, the pop culture news on 10 cent beer night podcast. He mentioned that, that the Duffer brothers, someone caught that in this season, they mentioned Will's birthday or something as being, or they mentioned a day that was supposed to be someone's birthday that they mentioned in the past was someone's yeah. birthday and they yeah. completely skipped over it. So they they, they went back, I guess, and changed Winona saying May instead of March or something like that. You're saying, wait a minute. You're saying they went back to the episode. Yeah. They went back in, into the file, like the Netflix file changed it. So now anyone who sees it, it it lines up with the current. It lines up. It's correct, like in yeah. the timeline. Well, that's prior, interesting. Prior to them finding it, it wasn't right. Like, you know, like we saw it as she said March. Now when people see it, she says May. Wow. That's a thing they're doing now. Yep. So that, that new Spider-Man movie. If, if you haven't seen the new Spider-Man movie by now, spoilers. The Spider-Man movie had a scene where Spider-Man from one of the other Spider-Man franchises jumps into their universe. And when we saw it in the theater, it looked one way. Then all of a sudden, like a couple weeks later, I guess a version of the film, they fixed the way that looked. They made it look a little bit cooler, a little bit better. So it's fucking crazy to me to think about like movies now as being constantly growing things. They're like evergreen. You know, you can add scenes to them in the future if you want. You can just go back and retcon things. And don't just say it's different. Go back and actually change the words in the, in, 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 you know, in the, in the mouths of these people. Is that going to happen more? It's also, would I think Ray and I talked about this as well. It's also a way for them to, hey, buy the new updated version. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because if I'm a fan of something, they update it. I fall for that all the time. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I have. Oh, you're selling the steelbook? <laughs> Remember when DVDs, like, they'd start putting out blooper reels? I'm like, I got to have it. So I get the fucking blooper reel, and there's three bloopers. None of them are funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's showing us his DVD. You do it, too. Oh, that racket. How's that all going with streaming? Like, people aren't going to buy DVDs anymore. So how do they get all that extra bonus footage? I don't know. I still buy them. Dude, check this deal out real quick. Not I'm not affiliated at all. I just signed up for the full moon features. Remember, we had talked about full moon in the in the past. Evil Bong, all you know, uh, Puppet Master, all those movies, right? Yeah. I was listening to uh, fuck. I wish I could remember his name. The guy that that owns that he has a podcast now, and I was listening. He had like John Carpenter on. He had uh, Diana Prince on. That's how I heard her about it. And uh, who Diana Prince is Darcy the male girl on joe bob's last drive-in so i signed up for the yearly full moon subscription it has every full moon movie on it it was like 60 bucks i think for the year i just got a an email yesterday from full moon and it says here's your access code you can pick all 12 puppet master movies like the the box set of Puppet Master, or pick ten individual full full moon features, completely free, f- with the subscription. Yeah, no shipping or anything. Remember when like VHS tapes were like thirty nine ninety nine? Like <laughs> if you wanted to own Titanic, you, you had to spend because it was two v- VHSs. You had to spend it twice. Yeah. So how are they making any fucking money? I don't know. But I mean, maybe that's because they have so much stock. Like you said, maybe they're not selling that much. So they're like, sign up for our subscription and we'll give you this yeah, deep, you know, so. box set. I don't know. It's fuck I signed I book got I'm, I have the puppet master set on the way. That's all I know. It's probably gonna be all dusty and <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the full moon garage. <laughs> so let me go back to the shows. There there is one show that I'm watching that I love. That I need you, Casey, Casey Shearer, Casey Trigger Shearer. I need you to watch The Boys. Oh, yeah. I watch The Boys, bro. You do? Hell yeah. I could have sworn I asked you if you did and you said no. But the the last season, 
holy shit. I don't know how they're getting away with some of the stuff that they're doing on that show. Did you watch this last season? I'm not caught up yet. No, actually, okay, I won't ruin anything. But when I knew when I found out that the new season came out, I started to go back and I've been watching them at home because the first season of the boys I watched on the road and I, like on the airplane, I watched it on my phone most of the time. So I want to go back and watch it like on a bigger screen before I start the, the second season. So, mm. yeah, I would <laughs> trust me for this season. You definitely want to see it. The big screen, you want to see the <laughs> big screens you get. It's uh, some disturbing stuff and you want to make sure you got every pixel of it. I mean, yeah. I don't even know how the show comes up with some of these ideas and, and the execution is so gory and bloody and perverted and all the things like it, it's stuff that could have never made it in the movies back in the day. And now it's just like, throw it onto a TV show at Amazon prime. Nobody cares anymore. <laughs> Nobody cares. And sometimes I watch this violent shit and I'm like, you know, I can handle the violent stuff. Casey maybe can't handle it all, but think about the people that like can't handle any of this and actually get like inspired by it and go out and fucking shoot shit. Like we, we have all these school shootings. I can't help think that it's people that cannot handle the violent society that we have. Some people can, and some people can't. So when I watch these shows, I go, damn, I love it. I fucking love it. Cause it's silly and it's funny and it makes me laugh. But I also at the same time go, maybe we need less of this. And I know a lot of people are going to go, oh, that guy's a prude. That motherfucker shut him up. Mm. <laughs> maybe i'm getting older and i'm getting more you know vanilla but i don't know it's, there's so 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 much violence on tv now so much and the world's so much more violent there's a pretty strong correlation correlation doesn't always equal causation but i don't know man these school shootings are fucking brutal yeah this is now trendy school shootings are trendy fuck there's, there's so many school shootings like that we're not even hearing about all of them. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. It's crazy times now. Well, you know, I use TV and all these shows to get away from crazy times. So shows like The Boys are totally over the top. And, you know, I can handle that. Shows like The Bear. That's too real. <laughs> I don't need to have reality in my TV. I have reality outside yeah. my door. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <clears throat> The bear would not be a good show for you because you have like I know you I know you and it's like so the first like so they do flashback scenes right of him like working in the restaurant of working in the fancy restaurant and it's uh, Joel McHale you know who he is okay yeah I like he's him. He's, funny. he's he's like the he must be like the boss boss at this famous restaurant and he's telling. You know, the guy who just won the award, uh, the bear, he's like in his face screaming. He's like, you fucking hate coming to work every day. Why do you even come here? You do this shit every day. You're wrong. It's wrong. Like just fucking screaming at him constantly. And he's like, yes, chef. Yes, chef. You're right, chef. That sounds like real life. <laughs> I've worked in a kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe it wouldn't be good for you. You you, yeah. you might get anxiety just from watching that show. Yeah, yeah, my social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> but as I was watching, so uh, another part of these shows, and this is something I want to ask you. Um, you famously have said, bring back the 90-minute movie. You famously hate the longer movies are going on too long. Yeah. And ever since you've started to say this, I'm starting to agree with you. Now, I can handle a very long movie of something I really like, but it's like sometimes these things are too long and you just lose interest. These shows are really movies. They're movies chopped up. Whether they decide to put them all out at once or they stretch them out, they're movies. You know, it's right. not a – yeah. So I'm watching, you know, these shows that I told you about, Obi-Wan, Miss Marvel. Like to me, all of these could be four-episode shows, but they're forcing them out to be six, seven, eight episodes – and it's making me think like that 90 minute movie problem that when everything is, oh, you know, longer than that, you really start to get bored. So I'm sort of worried about this new phase of shows being way too long. Not all stories need to be this long. You know, it's kind of what we talked about with with Stranger Things. They made one story. Now they have to keep on going back and forcing other stories out of something that may not have great stories. Right. You know, sitcoms could run forever because every episode was, was a, a brand new storyline. So I don't, I don't know why they think they need to make these really long shows. I want to see something good, not something long. So I'm starting to get that kind of old 
person, you know, vibe that you have now, old person with trigger finger. We're getting old, man. We're getting crabby. Get off my lawn. We're going to be that guy soon. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that when you were when you were just talking. Like, I don't mind the 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 continual story of a show as long as it keeps me wanting more. Like a movie, a long movie. Sometimes, like, there's so much shit in there that just doesn't need to be in there for the point that you're trying to get across in the movie. You know what I mean? Like a, a season or a series or season of shows, they can add a few more plot lines, storylines into that show and not get conf- not get as confusing, I think, or, you know, like drawn out or feel like it's like pointless because it's only half hour, 45 minutes long. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they can they can pick up on that in another show down the line. Yeah. Yeah, so not to spoil Stranger Things, it's still new enough to you know not the, the spoiler window is not. Well, what do they? What how do they say that the 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 time for spoilers is not now. You have to wait a certain amount of time for it to have been released. It's over. Uh, it's like four weeks. Or I don't. Know, somebody told me there's a formula, um, but there's a storyline, right? It's it's one of them shows that has a bunch of different storylines, and one of the storylines is so boring to me. Maybe two of them are boring to me. And I'm like, you know, none of this is even necessary. Everything that happened in those storylines could have just been said or mentioned. People will like those storylines, I guess, but I didn't. But I was like, you know, but that's what made me really think about it. It's like this show for me would have been better if you really condensed some of them storylines down. I don't know. It, it felt a lot more like a soap opera. A lot of these are feeling like soap operas where there's like four or five different stories going on yeah. at once. Everybody gets their five minute camera time and then the next storyline comes on. I don't really like that. Right. I don't know, but that, that's that's the trend that I see happening in all these movies or all these uh, uh, new series and things. Yeah, well, the know. old the old man and the bear aren't really like that. There's they're focused on basically what they're. I mean, there's a few little side things here and there, but not not too much. Yeah. Check out the old man; you'll like that. Yeah, I like Jeff Bridges. I'll I'll, I'll watch that. Him dipping, doing all that dipping. Yeah, and John Lithgow, man, he's he's awesome. Yeah, like the, now you're starting to see people together that you you never saw before, like when they were in their prime, and they were probably all so expensive that you couldn't see them in one movie because it would be a trillion dollar budget. Yeah. So now they're like, yeah, I'll work for peanuts. I'm like, all right, right, we're gonna put John Lithgow and Jeff Bridges together. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, did you hear that? The the we we like talking about because <laughs> Tom Cruise. We had a Tom Cruise show the other day, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we like talking about Top God because we had a. Uh, 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 Tom, Tom Skerritt on, yeah, and he he gave us the scoop on who died in Top Gun. Yeah. 2. So Top Gun Two has always been on our radar. It came out, yep. it did great. People loved it, and then all of a sudden, dude, I don't hear anybody talk about Top Gun. Like, remember in the old days when something came out, you heard about it for weeks. Now, when something comes out, you hear about it for a day. Did you see that new Ryan Reynolds movie? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Adam Project. Yeah, it was great, and then you forget it, it even existed. Yeah, that's another weird thing that's happening. On to the next thing. On to the next thing, and is that just because there's too much content? There, there, there has to be. There's so much content, so much. Even think about like not even, not even movies, television, as far as content like that. Just think about when you go to the store, the grocery store. How many? different products there are on the shelves now than from when we were a kid yeah it's like i mean which is awesome you know what i mean that means more there's more business but it's just there's so much stuff you know yeah well it changes the the fabric of culture a little bit like our culture you know hollywood is is in movies are our biggest export i think like we're really a a entertainment culture so it's a fundamental change in in the way that we consume entertainment and, and you know i so i study marketing i know that if you give people too many choices they get paralyzed it's hard for them to choose that's why a lot of times you see menus that have very small choices or, or retail stores that don't give you like tons of choices because it actually helps their sales by having less choices i don't know man with all the content out there it's definitely i'm paralyzed i get super overwhelmed i start scrolling down these lists on amazon prime and i'm after about five minutes i'm like i'm not seeing anything i want it's all garbage uh, I, I give up. I'll go read a book. That's no, not true. I can't read. But you know, it's like it's just too much. It's too fucking much. Yeah, it's too much for me. And it's only going to get worse. 
I get yelled at almost every single time I have the remote in my hand. Just pick something. Yeah, but remember we did it with the the cable box. Remember there was like 400 channels. We would scroll through all 400. (laughs) Now there's 4 billion shows, so we have to scroll through all 4 billion. It's crazy, man. Just the way things are changing just absolutely makes me nuts. I want to go back to the old days of just a fucking tube, ABC, NBC, and CBS, maybe Fox, (laughs) maybe UPN. So we were talking about Marvel stuff. Uh, Did you see Multiverse of Madness yet? Doctor no. Strange too. I'm not a Marvel guy. You know that. I know you're not, but you got to see this one. No. Do you know why? <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Oh, it's great. It's great. So, you know who directed it? Yeah, Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. And Sam Raimi, I don't know how the fuck. Uh, and by the way, this movie's on Disney Plus now, so it went from theaters to, to streaming super fast. That's another thing. Uh, remember, it used to be a movie comes out that you have to wait three months till maybe yep. four, maybe five. Now it's like. <laughs> Give me 20 minutes. I'll put it on streaming. Anyway, so I know you're not a Marvel fan. Please see this movie. So Sam Raimi's got a style. And when you watch Sam Raimi movies, you know, whether you're watching Dark Man or the Spider-Man movies or our favorite, Evil Dead, we've talked about it all over this this show, Evil Dead 2 and, and Army of Darkness especially, we love Bruce Campbell, he, the man. Mm. So Bruce is in almost every Sam Raimi movie, if not in every Sam Raimi movie. It's always a cameo. It's a lot of fun to see him in it. So... This movie, Sam Raimi must have said, all right, here's what we're going to do, Disney, or here's what I'm pitching, or here's what somebody pitched and I'm going to do it. We're going to make a horror movie. But I understand that this is Disney, and our version of horror would have to be a little softer. It's Disney horror. You know, it's the haunted house. It's not the fucking murder house, you know? But, you know, this is Sam Raimi. He makes fucked up shit. So I'm watching this PG-13 movie. It is as gory and scary as Evil Dead 2. Dude, if I'm telling you that there weren't scenes completely taken out of evil dead 2 and used with marvel characters uh, it, it's such a crazy disney uh, marvel movie because it's evil dead it's evil dead 2 you have to see it and you'll watch it and you'll go oh i fucking totally know what he's talking about now there were so many little actions and, and zoom ins and musical cues and all sorts of things it's just like you know you know how like the nothing or the the the, the uh, the demon comes flying in. They use that camera. <sighs> you yeah. know, like every trick that was in Evil Dead gets used in this Disney movie. This <laughs> and that's why he said you, you got to see it. And Bruce Campbell's role in it is hysterical. It's the best. Have you found the car in it yet? I think I did. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I saw it flying across the screen at one point. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know about that, right? With yeah, Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, even yeah. in his, he did like a, a, did he do like a Western movie or something? Yeah, and I've never seen that one. That's I don't why remember I that either, but I know the story. Like, he he removed the body of the car, the Evil Dead car, the Oldsmobile, right? It's an Oldsmobile. Yeah, I think so. He, the tan he removed, thing, yeah. He removed the body of it and just used the chassis as the, like, as one of the wheels for the, like, one of the wagons in that movie. Oh, really? So, like every that that car is supposedly in every single Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. And when we I think it was when we saw Bruce or maybe I saw Bruce another time when he was doing one of his conventions somebody asked him about like what is the deal with that and, they, and he was like something very special must have happened to Sam in that car. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet <laughs> I I love Sam Raimi. Like uh Dark Man, I remember not getting. Yeah, you know, I'm calling myself a Sam Raimi fan and I didn't get Dark Man. So I actually on this vacation popped in Dark Man and rewatched that. And yeah, I totally see the Sam Raimi moves now. I didn't quite pick him up the first time. He's an interesting director and a totally bizarre choice for Disney who owns Marvel. Right. Yeah, man. This was a gory movie. Well, he did the first two, right? The first original first two of Spider Man. Yeah, with Tobey Maguire. Well, yeah. he did the first three. Oh, the first three. Mm-hmm. And they oh, have yeah. the same kind of, I mean, they're they're definitely watered down Evil Dead 2 uh, kind of shots and, and moments, but they water them down in this movie. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could. It, in a month, we're going to have to talk about that movie because the shit I saw in that movie is so incredible. Is the spoiler window up for that yet? Yeah. Mm, spoilers. If you haven't seen it, you don't want to know. <laughs> Like this is the kind of shit that they do. So, so forever, Marvel fans have wanted uh, Fantastic Four 
to yeah. join the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Fantastic Four was owned by Sony, was owned by a different, or Fox, was owned by a different studio. Now Disney owns it all. Therefore, Marvel has it all. So we knew, we knew that it's possible in any one of these movies, somebody who hasn't appeared in a, in a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie could show up. So everybody speculates. Oh, you think Wolverine will be in this one? You think Deadpool will be in this one? So we're watching this movie. It's a multiverse of madness. It's, it's the idea of different universes. And all of a sudden, in walks Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four. And fans forever have wanted John Krasinski from The Office to play uh-huh. him. Like there's fan art. It's total fan casting. And all of a sudden, John Krasinski's playing this guy. <laughs> like it's shit like that that Sam Raimi put into this movie. There's so many little winks. You talked about the car that Sam does. He always puts mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell in. He always has some kind of corny stare off too. And he tried to put it into this movie and Kevin Feige, who kind of runs all of, of, of Marvel and says what can go, and what can't go all of Marvel in, in the cinematic universe. He's like, Oh, I need you to take that out. That's corny. He's like, come on, Kevin. It's one of my signatures. Can I have it? Can I have it? All right. I guess you can have it. I love people that make movies like that. That's art to me. When you start putting that kind of, you know, signature stuff into it, that's very artistic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, give, give the movie a shot. I know you hate Marvel. Or right. Disney. I know you're going to like this one. All right. And stay for the secret endings. Oh, yeah. I always do. Yeah. You'll love the secret endings. All right. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. All right. Well, you know what, man? I'm looking at the time. We usually go an hour. I'm out of stuff to say. Yeah, me too. Maybe it's time to wrap this up. Sounds good. Maybe it's time to go to plugs. Plugs. Maybe I got to stop talking over you. Plugs. Every single (laughs) time (laughs) all right buddy hit me with the plugs all right let's see here let me get to our plugs all right so we are a part of the deluxe edition network check all of the great shows over at the den dot show and our podcast of the month is uh, the return of the living flat he is a youtube exclusive show he does uh, horror reviews of movies, uh, trailer reviews, unboxings, game reviews, uh, all kinds of stuff. Interviews. Kyle's a great dude. Check him out. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Deluxe Edition Pod. We have merch over at whatamaneuver.net. And you can find all of our past shows over at deluxeedition.show. And uh, the links to everything that I just mentioned are also there at uh, the deluxe edition dot show. And also one last thing, don't forget to vote for us over at podcastawards.com or it's podcastawards.com. And we are, it's the very first category. It's the people's choice and the very last category on the page. And those are the, you, you don't have to vo- actually vote for any of the other categories as long as you click that save button at the bottom. So podcastawards.com and uh, we're in the people's choice category and TV and film category and for every vote Casey gives you a $5 bill a sticker I raised it from a dollar felt like we had to make that move I see you working out your trigger finger so that must (laughs) mean (laughs) it's time to go (laughs) alright everybody until next time